welcome to another edition of On the Board Sports. I am your host, Sean Thomas, a.k.a. Sean T. Joined on this wonderful Sunday with my main man, William Trucci, a.k.a. Will C. Will, how are you doing, sir? You're back. You're back in studio. Back in studio. Oh, my God. Only on special occasions. No, 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 no. It's not on special occasions, dude. This You got to come back full time. I'm trying to, Will. I'm trying to, Will. Make it happen. Make it happen, damn it. How are you doing, Will? I'm hanging in on a Sunday. Sunday fun day here in New York. Sunday you know? fun day here in New York. Yes, the weather's nice. The birds are chirping. The sun is out. And that is awesome. Will, we are joined by a few special guests here. Yes, we are. We are joined by the members of the SND podcast. Will, why don't you introduce the gang here? And coming from the SND podcast, leading off, we have Steven Nasomowitz, the man who joined us and came on. A couple on the board sports shows, one 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 show probably yep. in in recent memory, but that's okay. That's recent memory. You're here now. That's what matters the most. And also, we have Dan Behan, that's hardcore that's Giants fan, just like Steve over here. And we have Vin Santangelo, a Titans fan, just like Sean. Oh, high no, five, Vin. No, high five, Vin. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. I'm gonna hold about to high five. I yeah, love my boys about McNair. to drop a pipe I'm actually on. a Packer fan. Oh, my God. But like I said, I heard the Titan fan. I said, Steve McNair, you know my what? boy. That's it. It's I, still a high five. Yeah. High five on camera. So, Steve McNair, yeah. the GOAT, baby. So yeah, a little Steve McNair, the Just so you know, I took him to a Giants-Bengals game, and he uh, wore, and I wore this jersey. Because, <laughs> because of the fact that the Titans destroyed the Packers the day before. Yeah. It was a Monday night I think it was two years ago. Oh, wow. But yeah, so... So, so how did you guys, before we get in, this is our NFL season preview episode. Yes, sir. And before we get into that, I want to know, and Sean wants to know, and the fans want to know, how you guys started up your podcast, because it's it's kind of an interesting story. So, it's actually October this year, I think it's eight years? Seven. Seven years this Congratulations, year? Congratulations. Wow. Seven, seven or eight years eight. will be October Whatever this Sandy year. was. Right, so, so 2012. Math. Okay, okay. Right, okay. our math isn't the best, that's why we do radio. <laughs> um, so... Uh, Dan kept pushing me, sitting at a job that I used to have to listen to podcasts, listen to podcasts, and him and I would always be like talking to each other all day about sports. So I came up with the idea. I'm like, hey, I researched it. It's super easy to do on the computer. Let's talk about sports for an hour and let other people listen to us, right? Right. So um, we just started messing around a little bit. It was a lot of fun. Like he said, it was right before Hurricane Sandy that we started. Mm -hmm. So it was crazy because we had that like month and a half of no power. Yeah, <laughs> and no way of growing. <laughs> right. Funniest part is from being here seven years ago with our Apple iPhone uh, headphones, yep. talking like next to each other, basically cuddled, <laughs> trying to talk into the the computer about like everything from Giants and the Jets and right. everything. We were originally going to just be a football show, but obviously with the Islanders, our like for the Islanders and the Mets and Knicks and all that other stuff, we turned in into a full-time thing and then um fortunately with me um three years ago everything's good but i unfortunately had uh, cancer i'm in three years of remission thank god and we um we since since we know vin um obviously joined us as a guest he joined (laughs) us whenever we needed him basically and vin's basically smoothly transformed into us with the three-team uh booth so ever since then so that's been three years with vin so Basically, everything with Mets, uh, Giants, Packers, and everything was very smooth with Ben. 230 an episodes. Story, that is. That's an amazing story. Yeah. 230, wow. 230 episodes. Um, like I said, seven, eight years together we've been doing it. You know, it's just fun. It's just something to yeah, do. I'm sure like you guys can agree. It's just 
fun to do. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's like cool because you get to vent. You get that. You get that vent. Exactly. Sure. Yeah, exactly. You guys go back and listen to Danny on our show yeah. on a on a Wednesday. <laughs> exactly. Even yeah. with two days of relaxation after a bad loss. I re I reamp it. Yeah. I re <laughs> He starts rethinking about it. Just relax, but like, okay, we and lost they, to they, the Cowboys and, and, again. Yeah. <laughs> on opening night. Uh, pretty again. much. On, on Sunday yeah. night football. Yeah. Again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's it hasn't been pretty for us, but we did like it was funny with the Giants. We started the year after their Super Bowl run. So it, we haven't seen them really have a playoff run other than that one playoff run. So hopefully right. we get something going the next couple of years. Yeah, a New York team hasn't won a championship since you guys started, right? No, well, no, obviously not. No, yeah. we've we've seen two games. Think it's your fault. Yeah, well, we've seen two game fives. I know we're, this room's ninety nine percent Islander fans, but mm -hmm. the Rangers series against the Kings, they blew a lead at each game and they lost in five and then unfortunately uh, with us with the Mets in 15. So it's the same exact thing twice. Yeah. Both, times <laughs> they, they, both, they, both teams should have won the series and they it's lost their own five. fault. I'm not taking any blame for no. it. Yeah. I'm not taking any blame for it. It is what it is, Your guys. Your boy, Familia. <laughs> well, I gotta go into Familia right now. <laughs> this is a football show, boys. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's a football podcast. If you guys want to come back on and talk Mets, talk Edward baseball. Edward Diaz is worse, but we'll, you guys, we'll, you guys we'll, can talk after. We won't. Yeah. Sorry, Vinny. I'm sorry. Will. It's all right. Sorry, Will. That's okay. Don't be I sorry. Cr I cringe when I hear the <laughs> at this point. But it's a football show. Me and you both. Today fight. is a football show anyway. <laughs> like I said, you guys are welcome back anytime. Talk That's about it. Any type of sport that you guys want. Even the Islanders for that matter. We're all Islander fans in here. That's right. But anyway, getting back to uh, football right now. Got a lot to talk about here. Obviously, it. it's a preview show. Gonna talk about the Giants, obviously. Have... Two fans in here that are Giants fans, in Dan and Steve, and obviously Sean and Vin. Even though you are wearing your Titans jersey right now, you are a Packers fan. Yeah, a diehard Packers. And I am the one. They stole our OOC. Thank you, Vin. Matt Lafleur. Thank you, Vin. And <laughs> did you like him? No. <laughs> Should be a fun time no. with him. And, and, I, and I, I'm, I'm the resident Jet fan here. But we will start off with. The New York football giants. And uh -huh. since we already have our New York fans in here, what's your take on this whole Giants offseason so far? And what's been your whole assumption on Daniel Jones and what has been so far through two preseason games? He's looked good. He's looked good, albeit against second team defenses. Yes. But what's your take so far on this Giants offseason? And what's your take on Daniel Jones. You want to take it? You, you want me to take it away? You go, you go first. You okay. Go um, all right. Well, with the offseason, obviously a lot of change, especially with uh, the trade of Odell Beckham Jr., obviously huge void. Mm -hmm. um, it seems to be, obviously, when you lose a guy like Odell Beckham, where are you getting that 1,000 yards receiving? And if he's healthy, 100 receptions. Um, that's going to be the biggest question mark. I know we have tons of wide receiver depth this year in terms of um shepherd and <laughs> luckily <laughs> luckily um unfortunately golden tate is suspended for four games right. i don't really want to get into that is it true with the fertility he just had a kid i'm not getting into that it's here or there but unfortunately he is missing the four games right. um i do love shepherd um i do love evan ingram if he is healthy this year mm -hmm. to step in i don't have the stats on top of my head but just being and watching every single minute of every single game, 
Um, the games that Beckham did not play, they did focal point Evan Ingram, and Evan Ingram could be in that top tight tight end tier with um the Kelseys and the um, th- especially those Kelseys. I'm drawing a blank on uh. Sackerts. Thank you, Sackerts. <laughs> it's weird not seeing uh, Gronk up there, but he's definitely with the the kettle. So like week definitely. six. So like yeah. week six when Gronk is like, okay, fine, I'll play. But now. Evan Ingram, <laughs> the potential of Evan Ingram. I'm sorry, I'm not talking into him. Like Evan Ingram is um sky sky's the limit for him. Obviously, we do have Barkley. Um, but with like you said, with um the whole situation with the Giants is weird. It's basically with the front office of like. We are re- we are a rebuilding team. We're not a rebuilding team. We don't know what the fan base doesn't know what to expect, especially with Eli as the quarterback. Um, with Daniel Jones, it's just a weird situation with Daniel Jones. It's you you know he's the quarterback from Duke, but all right, out of all of us in here, how many games have we watched Duke football play? None. All of them, of course. <laughs> I, I watched the highlights of that game that when Johnny Manziel beat them in a bowl in a bowl game like well, three years he, ago. Damn, yeah, I think it's the last Duke game I watched. <laughs> I haven't. In all fairness, they have pretty cool jerseys. They wear like yes. the same ones as their basketball ones. Yes. And as yeah, I think so we've seen cool. more Duke basketball games. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's actually the highlight. JJ Redick, my boy, <laughs> exactly. And uh, RJ Barrett, hopefully for Nick fans. Uh, but we don't know much about it, and. The problem is we have to rely on the draft gurus, and there's so many draft gurus out there. You don't know who to trust, who to listen to, and some people had him. He could be a top-five pick, or he could be a third-round pick. Speaking (laughs) of the draft, when Dwayne Haskins was on the board at six, and they took Daniel Jones. So funny funny you said that. Uh, funny you mentioned this. This is this is a big. This was a big debate on our podcast mm-hmm. because full di- disclosure, Steve is a huge Michigan Wolverines fan. I watch a lot of Big Ten. He watches huge. They spanked you guys this year. Probably. They spank us every year. <laughs> yeah. but that's I wanted Dwayne Haskins. Full disclosure. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you did. Yeah, you mentioned that a lot. I, I I full disclosure. I was on the hype train for Dwayne Haskins. Mm-hmm. So, but also. I remember Monday night after the Monday night football game against the 49ers, um, they, the, for whatever reason, ESPN showed a clip of the top prospects, and they had Haskins, they had Kyler Murray, and then lo and behold, they had Daniel Jones. <laughs> I have the screen print, and I the next morning, I literally texted to everybody I knew, and I go, I never saw this kid play. I never, I never heard of him until last night, but I'm telling you right now, we are going to draft this kid out of Duke. I never saw him play, but it's the giant way because the Cutcliffe and everything like that, he's the Manning quarterback whisperer, and I'm like, oh, he's he's going to be a giant. Um, so I don't know what Dan Jones. He looks good with the first two preseason games, but like you said, it's against the second teamers when most of it most of it was with the first line. Um, so, But it looks like he can make the throws that everybody hated him on. For everything like that, so hopefully he's the second coming of Eli. There's been a lot of I don't know if I've seen at least three or four guys like drift people say like I don't know why everybody flipped out about that. It wasn't that bad of a pick. Yeah, this is the, recently the, like there've been multiple articles. The problem and, was that it was early. Mm-hmm. It was because they used that pick with other guys right. like a Josh Allen so on the board when they needed. See, like that's the thing. Their, their second pick was what nineteen. 
17. 17. They could have taken him at 17. See, that's they, the thing. You know, that everybody you said they weren't uh, going to be on the board. You don't know what's going to happen during the draft. Screen. See, that I might, that might very well be, but like everybody's saying it now, like, and I trust Phil Sims with pretty much my life. Um, <laughs> but I, I think. I guess you, we, you'll never know. Well, like so the Broncos you, were going to take him, right? Yeah, that was one of the rumors. Yeah. And then Redskins were going to take him. It, it, they had to do it. And at that night, I was obviously mad. If you saw our Instagram, I was, <laughs> I didn't go viral like some other people, but I was pretty <laughs> pretty upset about it. But let's see what happens. The Literally, our, our post-draft show, you can, guys can go back on it. Um, I was, all right, I obviously I wanted... Haskins, obviously, I wanted um, Allen at the time, but he's our guy now, and let's let's do it. He's our guy, so pretty much what Steve could take it over here, from there. Here was my thing on the whole draft Haskins thing. Mm-hmm. It was basically a year and a half of college football he played. Now, yeah. Will Jet fan, Mark Sanchez played ten college games. Right, great two years with the Jets. What happened after that? Jets fucked him. Yeah, right. Right, Jet, they, Jet, they, Jets, they started, Jets messed them up. They yeah. started releasing guys, and they weren't. They didn't bring him any. They didn't him. bring any help around him. And right, they playing him on the third team against the Giants. Yeah, that was that was, was, that was the downfall smart. when he got hurt. Right, yeah. that was the downfall so, of his career. So, like right. with Haskins, the the game numbers hurt me, and also how many quarterbacks in the NFL did Urban Myers coach? Are there Not any? too many. Tebow? Tebow was basically the no, only one that well, actually no, made a name no, 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 of himself. No, no, no. I'm going to drop a bomb on that because your, your theory and is – Alex Smith, right? Alex Smith, yeah. Alex Smith, yeah. Alex Smith. That okay. would be the exception. The exception that would, that, there's your exception, okay. Alex Smith. Right. Okay. Oh, has okay, so one out of – he coached college since like 94. So one of one quarterback ever really made it in the league. Well, right. So it's <laughs> also the style of offense, but this year's right. offense, uh, Ohio State's offense was a little bit more pro set. When it out, wasn't. It wasn't? It wasn't. It was the same thing, spread offense, same okay. Urban Meyer style. Sweet Michigan, right, right. Michigan okay. brought in the pro style offense okay. last year, yeah, which is why next year in the draft, watch my boy shake. Shea, Shea I like him a lot, man. Watch my boy shake. He's Bass. a dark horse for the Heisman. This year. Um, Definitely remember that name. And then, but so I wasn't under the impression. Yeah, he had good numbers. He had a good combine, Haskins. But I'm still, if, I'm still iffy about him, and he hasn't looked good yet. Right in the preseason, mm-hmm. and what concerns me about him is his weights. Right, he's like two forty ish, and we yep. don't know that two forty could go either to two twenty or to two seventy. Right, real, oh, well, real quick. Speaking, real quick. I, um, I, it's the, I'm on the other side of it. It's one vacation of buffets, and I'm going three hundred. <laughs> but exactly. he's also not a tall guy, too. Like, I mean, he's not. It's like six two, and that was the funny yeah, but just like normal, pretty that, much. That but was like, the funny yeah. thing with Steve. Me, and six, Steve. When me and Steve met um, Daniel Jones at the Atlanta Collins softball game, he was a lot taller than both of us expected. Yeah, really? He, he, he was definitely a lot taller, and he literally was Eli Manning. I'm telling you right now. He is Eli Manning. <laughs> like, I'm like, hey, can I get a couple qu- questions yeah. real quick? And he goes, sorry, I can't talk right now. That's a couple just... years ago we went, I met Eli Manning. Said the same thing. Hey, can't, I'm not doing media stuff. Same thing. He went to the school, the Manning's football mm-hmm. school. He even goes back and helps coach it now. So he's being groomed by Peyton. He's being groomed by Eli. Yeah. If you're telling me I'm going to have another 15 years of the same guy, okay. Well, I'm, there's no problem with the way Eli is. Right. I think yeah. there is a problem. <laughs> so, I, so I'm getting a younger, athletic Eli Manning. 
Eli Manning is going to be a 500 quarterback by Good. the end of the season. And he's still going to be a Hall of Fame quarterback. That's, he's going to be the only Hall of Fame quarterback that's 500. <laughs> Done. <laughs> I looked it up. It's the only one. I'll take it in a heartbeat. Okay. I'll take it in a heartbeat. He hasn't won a playoff, has won a playoff game rings. outside of the Super Bowl. He hasn't won a playoff game okay. outside of those years. And guess what? 4-0 in those two years. <laughs> okay. One of, one of the things that concerns me with them is getting to the quarterback. Right. Yeah. A pass rush last year wasn't too, too good. What do you guys think of the... Picks that they made, the guys that they brought in to kind of help. So, help so I have that that gut feeling of no big name, mm-hmm. right? So that means there's nobody to just point at and focus on. Mm-hmm. So that way, everybody, anybody could be coming, and you don't know who to double, you don't know who to guard, you don't know who to defend. Right. Yes, granted, it's usually three or four guys early in the downs, right, against five, mm-hmm. but then we could throw peppers. We can throw any of the corners in there. We can throw any of the linebackers. We have plenty of guys on the defense who can still rush the quarterback. And, again, nobody's going to know who to focus on on that defense. Yeah. The new guy that drafted isn't really a pass Sim- rusher, though, right? He's no, kind of like, he's, he's, like, like a plugger. He's, 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 he's a plugger, but right. he he's shown flashes um, during training camp, and everybody's been saying it. He hasn't done it much in the games, right. but okay. – but Listen, that's why people want the Josh Allen from Kentucky, who was right. available at Our, six. But you the, know what? The guy had twenty plus sacks back to back years, and, um, that's and played for Kentucky. Yeah. Played Nobody Kentucky. knew. Right. Nobody knew he right. existed. Exactly <laughs> why everyone thought he shot. played point guard. <laughs> <laughs> but um, a, a name to watch out for, not this year, maybe, but if he was to pop up this year. Great. Uh, was our third round draft pick, uh, Zimenez. Mm-hmm. He, they call him the X Men for short. Um, from Old Dominion. Mm-hmm. Um, he's been showing flashes. He's very raw. So it's going to be interesting to see between him, um, Lonzo Carter, who was a rookie last year, who had flashes, who was basically Zimenez this year. Mm-hmm. Um, you can tell that Carter is a little bit more polished this year, and him coming from Georgia two seasons ago, I think it could click with right. him. Um, also, we got Golden. Um, from the Cardinals the last couple of years, so right. he knows the uh, defensive scheme of things. Right. So, what, what about the other guy, the corner they drafted? How has he looked? I, don't, I haven't um, heard much about Baker. Him. We Baker. actually dodged a huge bullet with Baker because he had a knee injury and it was just sprained. So okay, so he hasn't been on the field a lot. He hasn't been on the field a lot. The first um, game he did play against the Jets, I thought he looked pretty good. He did get called on a pass interference. The other, the other rookie, Ballantyne, Ballantyne is good. a very good story with him, especially with the whole situation of him getting, unfortunately, shot at draft night right, and his friend right. losing his teammate slash best friend that right. Um, one of like the bigger surprises, and again, being a, like Danny said, a big Michigan fan is p- bringing in Peppers. Yes, we lost Beckham to get him. Yes, we had to let Collins walk. At the end of the day, I'm not mad about Collins walking. Yeah. It's not his fault. The yeah. team didn't want to pay him $11 million a year. Yeah. I mean, right. yeah. Who, would pay I a, who would want to pay a safety $11 million a year? Probably the right move, to be honest. Right. Yeah. Probably. So, and I think he, I think, um, I'm, not, I'm, I don't know if I'm out of school right now. Let's hopefully wait and see the regular season. But I think Peppers could be a better player than Collins. Peppers is He's a built. hybrid. Yes. He's a hybrid. Yes. He's built to be that hybrid that they wanted Landon Collins to be. Right. Mm-hmm. He yes. can cover. He can get back. He can rush the quarterback. Mm-hmm. And the good thing about him, punt return, kick return oh, guy too. Right. Yeah. He was he was a Heisman finalist. Like how many how many he defensive was. backs? Are Heisman, Not a lot. Right? Not a lot. My boy Woodson. Right, exactly. He's the last See, one to win like, it. Right. Right. The thing, wore that jersey. the thing with the <laughs> the thing with the Giants this year is they have the secondary depth. 
They drafted three or four guys. Uh, I prefer, I like Notre Dame during, for college football, if we're being honest. And Julian Love is basically going to be playing safety. He's going to play slot. He's going to play a lot of things. Valentine's had a good training camp. He's from D2, though. So that's the crazy thing with Valentine. He, like, how didn't he not get an offer from a D1 school? That's crazy to me. Right. Um, but he's looked like he belongs. Um, unfortunately, we our supplemental pick last year, Sam Beal, um, we wasted a third round this year on him, a uh, fourth round on him this year. He hasn't been able to be healthy, but we have a ton of secondary help this year that maybe it could take a while for them to gel mm -hmm. in the NFL pro style. And with our not knowing what's going to happen with the um, pass rush, it could be a disaster or them just stepping in and helping the pass rush out. So one of the it things, can go one or two ways. One of the that feel that I have, <clears throat> and it goes a long way to the Aaron Ross jersey, by the way. That 2007 feel of no big time people on the team. We have one bit. We have one known receiver. That year was Plaxico, Golden Tate. This year, right? Not 07. 07 was Plaxico's year. Yeah, Plaxico and Tumor. Like we had reliable guys. So like Shepard's reliable. You know, Tate when he comes back. Tate when Tate when he comes back is gonna be reliable. Ingram, right? This could be one of those years we revamp that offensive line. Mm -hmm. This could be one of those years that everyone's going to say yeah, four, five, six wins for the Giants, and you never know. This could be one of those years where all these rookies come in and just kind of— and, and shockingly, I don't know how long we've been talking, and we haven't even brought up the main factor of our team. I was just about to say him too. Literally Saquon the best Barkley. running back in football, <laughs> right? Yeah. So it's like probably it's like, the first pick in any fantasy uh, draft. I would say well, so. right now because of the whole Zeke situation, Zeke thing, right. Right. the Zeke thing, right. and Bell coming off of a year right. off and all that stuff. But anyway, arguably yes. Um, it has that feel of you don't know what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. Like for example, I'm talking to one of my friends as a season ticket holder the other day. He calls me and I said, "Listen, what's going? One of three things is going to happen this year." We're either going to be a playoff team mm -hmm. and surprise people. Mm -hmm. We're either going to go eight and eight, and we're still going to want Eli back next year, <laughs> right? Or we're going to be a bus team. Eli's going to get pulled in the middle of the year. Daniel Jones will start playing, except for Week 17, the Giants host the Eagles. Eli Manning will start and come off the field mid-drive in one of, in that game, early in that game, because if the Giants are three, four, five wins. Nobody's going if Eli's not playing. Very true. You're gonna get the Giants are gonna want people to be there. They're gonna say, "Hey, do us a favor. Let's have Eli go this off the right way. Right Let's have Eli go off the right way." Similar to what the Cowboys did with Romo, but unfortunately that was in Philly. I mean, magical <laughs> touchdown drive. Who would have thought, right? right? But like, again, that was on the road. So pulling him after the drive made sense. It would make more sense for the Giants, especially being a home game, to let Eli go off like mid drive, call timeout, be like, "Hey, we need a full timeout." Right, right. And the thing with the Giants is if, let's say, they do suck this year, which obviously we all are not naive, that very well can happen. Um, next year, their cap space is freaking huge. I don't know the free agents yet, but we can definitely do damage next offseason with the free, agent, uh, free agency with certain players, depending on who is coming off the books for other teams this year. So I think this year would be like, I would love to see like what the Jets were last year kind of aspect of things. Have fun with it. Have fun with it. All right, they're not we're not expecting the Jets to be any good, but if Darnold shows moments of flashes in the pan, if Jones does in fact play, 
we're ready for next year. Let's have, we have a Le'Veon Bell per se. We don't have to buy pick buy right. one. Right. Um, let's see what happens with that type of situation. And, so, yeah, I'm sorry. It's okay. No, and you look at the the Giants offense last year. They were ranked total offense. They were ranked 17th in the league. Passing, mm-hmm. they were ranked 11th, but their rushing attack 24th. Yeah. Now I get it. Credit to uh, Saquon Barkley in his. Rookie year. Isn't that saying much that he was the second leading rusher in our league and we were the twenty fourth pass rushing offensive rushing rushing uh, team in the league? And then points, they were sixteenth. They were sacked twenty and twenty. They were ranked twenty second in the league uh-huh. in uh, sacks, and their third down efficiency was tied for nineteenth. Yeah. So middle of the pack. Yeah. Right there, you don't know what's going to happen. Like you said, you know, you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know what's going to happen with this Giants team. I, you know, look look at the rest of the league. You just never know. It's kind of like it's like baseball. Like the Mets are yeah. out of it, and then out of nowhere they go fourteen out of fifteen. Was it yeah. like something yeah. like something ridiculous like 17, that? Yeah. Sixteen out of seventeen, and yeah. then they go to Atlanta. Now they're getting beaten again. Like you right. just never know what can happen in sports, and that's the greatest thing. What's right. killed the Giants is they have sucked in the division. Yes, yes. they have we, to. We beat, haven't beat the Eagles they or have Cowboys to beat in two years. Washington twice. They have to do that. Yep. If they yep. could split Philly, split the Cowboys. Oh, I'm jumping up and down. That's four wins right there. Right. I'm jumping and up and down. And then you got the Bills and the Jets and the Patriots, blah, 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 blah. Right. And then you take your shots trying to win four more games, five more games. Mm-hmm. Eight and eight, nine and uh, seven. It's kind of like you said. Maybe, just maybe, but... Yeah, but if we're if we're high enough, teams. like if we're we're just chilling and or, like we're hypefully speaking <laughs> right now, yeah, that would be awesome. But right. I'm, I'm I'm more the the state of like eight and eight, seven and nine, eight and eight. That would be my happy. If we're eight and eight, seven and nine, obviously during the season I'm going to be a little pissed, but <laughs> I'm going to go back to this episode and say seven and nine, eight I was and happy eight, with it. nine seven. <laughs> I'm in that. Like, all right, let's do this. All right, right. we you, got it ready. You get into that middle of the. The middle of the season, you're like, if you told me at the beginning of the season we'd be seven nine, sure, but like during the nine losses, yeah, I'm that's right. Yeah, oh yeah. It depends on how the nine losses go too, because the and Giants and love the, to lose on yes. like sixty plus and yard field goals, so you um, know you can't even be the habit of that. Right, right. Jason like, Witten's back, just remember, and Jason yeah. Witten's yeah. back, so I'm sure um, he's casting a touchdown week one. With, with the Giants sure. as well, last year was they lost in heartbreaking fashion most of the games last year. So what are we? The losing? Philly like, game on the road. The Philly game. The Philly game on the road. That game over. And you had brutal. no idea what was was that the game you came over the at the Philly end? game? No, it wasn't the, that wasn't the Philly game. That was the I don't, Panthers. A the couple Panthers. No, Panthers. This year too. That was another one. Yeah, right, yeah. We were winning that game, and Odell year. Odell threw a touchdown pass. Yes. Odell threw a touchdown pass. The game was over. Finn comes over, shows up, they kick a sixty-yard field goal. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah was, sixty yards. That was one of the many games. These... You can't make that stuff up though. No, like, it's tough. It's tough. You have tough. If you're winning a game and you're destroying the other team the entire game and then they kick a 60-yard field goal to lose, you just laugh. It's just and our like defense you, you gave can't. up half of the losses, too, at the last minute. We're like The offense did what they needed to do. Our defense was just so bad. Like, Listen, and I'm going to tell you right now, Olivier Vernon is a difference maker when he wants to be. Yes. Okay? When he wants to be. The year we went to the playoffs a couple years ago with them on the team, he was incredible. Mm-hmm. Ever since then, he's hurt. He doesn't want to play. He's half kind of halfing everything. Like, he doesn't care if you're not a good team. Funny. All right. I'm going to laugh now. And Steve's, Steve knows where I'm going with this because obviously we're on the same page from majority of the time. The year we got Snacks, OV, and Jack Rabbit. 
Who would you thought the last member of that <laughs> <laughs> that last member of that Jenkins, right? <laughs> uh, we would have laughed at you. If you ever heard Janoris Jenkins talk in like like just in general. Like you just like all right, he's just the, whatever. The fact that he didn't he didn't show up two years ago. Right? Yeah, yeah, he didn't show. Or was up. Was that last year? No, it was two years ago. Yeah, that was he the, didn't show that up. That was the McAdoo era, and he's still here. Oh, the McAdoo era, yikes! Oh my god! And and if you if you told us three years ago, and that was the best thing about the Jenkins signing, Jenkins signing is oh my god, what are the Giants doing? And like he wants to play when he wants to play, and everything, all that type of stuff. And now he's the last member of those three guys that we overpaid for and being on the team is crazy it is absolutely crazy guys looking at the giant schedule right now and yeah. seeing everything right now you had going up against the cowboys mm-hmm. week one at Lost. dallas bills home, win. Win. home opener buccaneers win. on the road i'm going to that so that's hopefully win terrible that's a terrible team by the way then they, they want to talk about bad uh, Bruce Arians. <laughs> Not with Bruce Arians. Going, I'm scared think, with Bruce. Then they play the Redskins and the Vikings at home. Mm-hmm. Okay. Patriots on the road. That's going to be our toughest game of the season. And that's a Monday night football game. Thursday. 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 Night. Thursday night. I see the 8 o'clock. Right? Yeah. I see the 8 o'clock game, I think. That's our Thursday night. Yeah. yeah. And who would have thought Giants-Patriots would be one of those, who hey, let's highlight this. Yeah. Yeah. Like, well, it's... The it's, last Bar- it's Barkley, and who knows? It could the be the color rush. Oh, great. We're going 0 3 in color rush. Eli and, and Brady's last, last game. You don't know. Yeah. You never, you never know. know. Happen, right? That's also going to be the game Gronk starts his season, by the way. So Probably. he'll have five <laughs> touchdowns that day. So on. Cardinals, Lions at the Lions. And can I put it on record right now? Good. Um, I told co workers this. Um, what week is the Cardinals game? The Cardinals game seven. is week seven. That is going to be Daniel Jones's uh, first professional start. I'm putting that down right. That's now. almost like the Jets when they benched Mark Sanchez and they put in Greg McElroy in 2012. Oh God, Remember that? that? Yes. Yeah. The, the reasoning. The reasoning. Like the reasoning. I'm saying this. Yeah. Um, you can. I, this is where I'm going to want you to tell the schedule after this. Yeah. Good. But it's the Cardinals, and then are we at Detroit? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. See, that's a nice little cushion for him to get his first two starts. Then it's the Monday night against the Cowboys, right? Right. Then it's the bye week or the Jets. Jets. Jets, Jets and then bye week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. See, yeah. like this, that I saw that nice little cushion. If Daniel Jones was to start at any point in the season, good or bad, of what this giant situation, it would be that nice cushion right there right. for him after the Patriots game. And then they get after that, they go up against. After the bye week, they go up against the Bears at, at uh, Soldier See that, Field. This is where it gets a little interesting. Packers. Then they play the Eagles. Then the Dolphins. On the road. Eagles on the road, remember. Monday night. <clears throat> at home, though. And then the Redskins and then the Eagles again. Yeah. So, Those three right there. Yeah. That's seven wins. Packers, Bears. Yeah, that's at least oh, for around seven wins, depending on stupidity. Listen, watch the Bears. Again, another team nobody expected last year. Especially after they blew, what was it, 20 points of week one? Yes. Oh, yeah, Rogers oh, yeah. Willis Reed. Wallace Rogers Willis Reed the game yeah. and yeah. came back or, after uh, the half and Paul Pierce hit. Yeah, more <laughs> Paul Pierce. <laughs> so like, don't remind me of that game. By the way, I'm a Laker fan. Don't remind me of that. Oh, game. you're a Laker fan. Oh, yeah. sorry. It's okay. He but trapped his pants. It's okay. You know that, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I heard. I heard about that. <laughs> the legend. Yeah. Don't don't worry. But Dwight anyway, Howard's coming to save Anyway, the guys, just so that way oh, we could end. We're on. Yeah, <laughs> we're on. We're on camera. By the way, hi. Wait, wave to the camera. Hi. Hi guys. We're on camera. Uh, <laughs> what's your final record for the Big Blue this year? Start off with Sean. Guys, I think they could win seven, eight games. I really, really do. So I'm going to go eight and eight, but, I, but I'm going to disagree slightly. I think the Giants can't compete the first six, seven games. I, I see it. I think 
the perfect time to put a guy in is when he has an extra week to prepare. After the buy is rough. It's rough. But that's what but I'm saying. But I think they we, would want him we to. We have that extra couple of days because the Patriot game is a Thursday night. But let's say they're 4-1. and one. Oh, Daniel Jones is not coming oh, yeah, in for yeah. one. But I know the Giants well, right. recently. Well, remember, so <laughs> I, I, I know. You guys have to remember, too, when Eli was a rookie. They were 5-4 five and, four five and, four, and yeah. in the playoff spot. And then Warner right. And so then the they made the And switch. it also has to right. depend on how Eli's looking. Right. That's true. <laughs> right. So it I could, would say. It could be 4-0 four and, oh, four and oh because Barkley ran for 300 yards a game. And right. Had five touchdowns. Right. But I, I would so say. So you're saying 7-9, and 8-8 eight and eight range? 7-9. and nine. Okay. I'm, go, I'm going to 7-9. and nine. Um, Yeah. I'm going to 7-9 like we mentioned. 6-10. <laughs> and ten. Yeah, I counted seven winnable games. I'm saying five and eleven because I think at some point Jones comes Jesus in. They, they take us when See, Jones ben, comes ben in. needs to calm us down. When Jones comes in, that's a this step is why back. We keep like, him around. They could beat the Lions with Eli. I don't think they could beat them with a guy on a second start. <laughs> right, right. Like so, I'm saying five and eleven. So I'm gonna have to go six wins, ten, six and ten. Listen, the main thing here too is, and we didn't even bring up, you know, the guy that went to Cleveland, you know, Odell Beckham, and how oh, much yeah. of a difference maker not having a, a guy like that is. Well, me on and Steve are team. taking the stance like the Giants. Uh, Odell Beckham never happened in in far of the in Giant Land, right? <laughs> oh, but, no, but, I'll, but also, I'll but, never say that. But also, too, I'm, I'm joking that. Right. Uh, obviously, I love Odell Beckham, but right. every every Giant fan should love Odell Beckham. But the fact of the matter is, with Odell here is. And I'm just going to leave it off here. You look at important games that Odell played here, and I hate to leave it off on this, Mm -hmm. but the one memorable moment that he ever had was him making the one-handed catch. And since then, that's what put him him on the map. That's what put him on the map. And on top of that, too, there have been points in time where he cost his team games. Yep. You know, you take that all out of the equation now. I think the Giants are a better team. I think the Giants are, Mm -hmm. you know, you look at everything as a whole and you just say to yourself, okay, this is a growing step. At least now you have your quarterback of the future in place. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you look at it and you just say to yourself, okay, with Shermer being there, you never know. Like like Steve said, you never know what might happen with with the Giants. But just tell the players just just to... Stay off the boats, man. Stay <laughs> off the boats. We're not talking we about boats. We have one more. We have one more. We have one more player from that. <laughs> not, um, not having someone to force the ball to as a rookie quarterback, I think, it would, is definitely helpful. And everybody, you know, you and can there's, no, there's no egos, and you just. Yeah. And Dan mentioned it also last year when Beckham didn't play. It's a more well-rounded offense. Yeah. Yes. Because literally, yes. you're just throwing the ball up to Beckham and hoping he catches. Right. You throw it every to the time. open guy when he's not on the field. Right. You know? So now he's not there. Right. You have to rely on <laughs> Shepard. You have to rely on Ingram. You have to rely on the Golden Tate. funniest thing Go- with Shep. Shepard had a couple of almost close to 200 yards receiving games last year, and you're like, yep. what the hell? Yeah. All right, that's that's just the way they were able to distribute that and, night. Yeah. Him and Ingram are gonna be okay. It's not they're not Odell Beckham, but they can get the job done. One one thing about the NFL, Golden Tate was given a lot of money. Okay, no question about it. Too many four years for a 31 year old guy who's mm-hmm. been in the league for a you while. You never know what's going to happen. You never know what's going to happen. The one thing with the NFL is it's very easy to cut a guy. Yes. Yeah. Nobody realizes how easy it is to cut a guy at any point. He won't be around for all those four he years. He won't be around for four years, first off. But he's the perfect guy to bring in for Daniel Jones. He's reliable. And yeah. not to mention, I do like Cordy Larimer and Benny Fowler. They seem to. Um, get a, a well-rounded with the offense, and they've looked to be safety blankets for both Eli and Daniel Jones. 
So, on that note, we all have the Giants going under 500 or being at 500. Yeah. We're going to look now at the other New York team. All right, let's do it. This not, should be uh, more fun. Not the bu- well, you guys are all probably going to gang up on me. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. There's no ganging up. And we're not and we're not talking about the Buffalo Bills. We'll talk about them in a little bit. But we're talking about the other team that plays at MetLife Stadium, the New York Jets. Still low rent. And Sorry. <laughs> It's all right. Anyway, listen, with Jeff fans right now, they should be happy with – I know Sean and I, we've gone back and forth about this. I'm actually happy about their new head coach and Adam Gase being an offensive-minded coach. Which this is the first time in ages. Right? Yes, because at, maybe every every coach that the Jets have had have been defensive-first mm-hmm. coaches. Al Crow, uh, uh Herman Edwards. Mangini. Eric Mangini, Parcells. Rex Ryan. Well, we're not going – we're going from 2000. Okay. We're going from 2000 on. Rex Ryan and then, of oh, course, Todd Bowles. Okay. It's been a long time. It's been a long time coming for this team to get themselves an offensive-minded coach. <clears throat> and right now, I feel like it's the perfect time. When I first saw the move, when they got Gase, I'm like, huh? Why did they get him? And then you read into the backstory and you say to yourself, okay, they got they got the right guy. He was with Peyton Manning. He was the quarterback whisperer over there. Every every quarterback that has played under Adam Gase has had career years. Okay? So that is a huge testament. Now, last year, you look at the Jets as a whole. when they, they Their total offense ranked 29th in the league. Okay? Their passing offense, 25th. Rushing, 26th. Points, they were 23rd overall. They kept their quarterback upright. Mm-hmm. He was sacked. The ranking was only 12th in the league. And then the third down efficiency, dead last. But with the new offensive co- uh, coach in there, having that in place is good. Mm-hmm. And now you look at their total defense as, as well. Everything works hand in hand here. Their total defense was ranked 25th. Pass de- defense was 24th. Rush, 26th. Points allowed, 29th. Not good. Uh, interceptions rate was. Tied for 15th in the league, sacks 16th, and their turnover differential was 27th. So, guys, I got to ask you here, and I'm a Jet fan, okay? Yep. So you're what? wearing the Darnold jersey? Yes. Which I like. That's in the, that's the, real, the, the color. That's the crisp yeah. one. No, that's the regular one. This, yeah, this is the authentic one that I'm wearing. The so. new one, right? Yeah. No, no, the old, no, no, the old, the old one. one. Okay. What do you guys see the Jets doing this year, number one? And number two, with Adam Gase in play here as their head coach, I know everybody talks about the offense. Defensively, with Greg Williams in there, this, is this a big deal to have a guy like Greg Williams in? I, what I expect from the Jets this year is I think they're going to compete. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they brought in the big names, the Mosleys, the Brandon Pools, the Le'Veon Bells, a Crowder, blah, blah, blah. So I think they're going to compete. The thing with the Jets is their first five, six games are brutal. Yeah, it's pretty rough. That schedule is horrible the first. Bills, the Browns. Yeah, Bills, Browns, Patriots, the Patriots and, twice. And Eagles. And right, and there are two of those are back to back. And you mentioned Beckham before. Beckham's coming to New York. It's right. not like the Jets are going to Cleveland. Monday night football. Monday, Monday night football. Back Be- Beckham's going to want to show up in New York. Right, so, you know that. So to me, will if they could navigate the first six, seven games, not I think to after they that, the Cowboys the week after that. So. Right, I think they could be pretty, pretty good if they could go three and three. Four and three, four, no, like n- nothing like a two and five, a one and six thing. So I think they can 
uh, compete. The issue with the Jets is the offensive line. They have to mm-hmm. keep Darnold upright. They signed a center that retired. Yes. <laughs> you had the whole off season to upgrade, and you had to go to the retirement pool to bring back a guy who was at home and had lost like 25 pounds. So now, yeah, so, yeah, you know, for lack of a better term, guys, he has to get back to the gym and he has to get, you know, big again and fat again. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, as long as they keep uh, um, uh, Sam Dupright uh, well, the, the defense, I think they'll be okay. Losing um, uh, Williamson is obviously a right. big, big uh, Torn his a ACL. blow. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but I think the Jets can compete. Well. It just depends on those first five, six games, if they could get through that pretty, pretty good. Right. I think, uh, no. That'd be okay. Yeah, and you yeah. know, I look first at first seven games is brutal. Yeah, really bad. <laughs> you, you're even getting the Patriots after playing on a Monday night twice. Like you're, you're Within going the first seven weeks. You're yeah. twice, but you're going to New England right. after playing on a Monday, Monday night. night. Then in Philly, <laughs> and right. And then you're playing Dallas. Yeah, but after the Patriots, they got a week off. Yeah, that's they basically have a another road and game. Also, <laughs> and also, four weeks on week four bye weeks. That's early. That's yeah, pretty uh, real. It's that's very early. So right. now it's like, okay, cool. Let's go. Let's just say, just us sitting here hypothetically, mm-hmm. one, in th- one in two going into the bye week. Mm-hmm. Now all the questions become, is Gase the real guy? Is it worth it? Is signing the retired center worth it? Do they have enough depth? Like, there's going to be a lot of questions that come along because that bye week's so early. Right. Yeah. The advantage yeah. to a midseason bye week is you have – five, six games already under your belt. This no, you have three games, and if they lose two of them, every question starts that being asked. Be look, look at, again, moving back to the Giants, that 2007 run, two weeks, gave up 80 points. Is Tom Coughlin the right guy? How much longer should he be a part of the team? Is Eli, is Eli, is Eli worth it? Was Eli worth trading a bunch of picks? Right. You know? It's going to be the same thing if you go one and three to start the season. One thing you said was depth, and I think that's the biggest thing with the Jets. The Jets' front line guys. I mean, as we said, we said Williamson's out already, so that's a you know one down. But their front line guys can compete. Mm-hmm. Anything behind that, like I'm, you just look at their depth chart. Their backup running back right now is a guy I know very well, Ty Montgomery. You don't yeah. want him running the ball. I'm going to be completely honest. <laughs> Wearing you know, number eight. Blau Powell's still there, so it's, it's and fine. The, um, Eli McGuire might not even make the team. Right. Right. So, like, and same thing with their defense. Their front-line guys are good. Their depth is something that's going to be an issue. Yeah, I don't like their secondary, obviously, other than Jamal Adams. So, don't don't gang up on me. But this the DB, the corner situation, and especially if Tremaine Johnson, after last year's rough season, doesn't come back healthy. He's hurt right now, right? Yeah. He's a little banged up right now, and that's – that's it. That was the big rough part of the Jets' defense last year is the secondary. And as we see, the first couple weeks, the wide receiving core is pretty, pretty good. So it's going to be interesting to see if the Jets' front front, uh, front can take it, care of the uh, secondary, especially with Greg Williams. You know he's going to dial it up. So mm-hmm. it's going to be interesting to see if he dials it up at the right situations and not get burned by it. The, the two years, the... Again, when compared to the Giants Super Bowl runs, is the two years they won the Super Bowl is wasn't because they had the greatest pass rushers. It was because they had cornerbacks that were able to cover long enough to let those guys get there. Right. That was the advantage that they had those years. 
and that's all it takes. But the guys that rush the pass are also pretty good. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. I'm not saying they're bad guys, but the key is having a secondary that can just hold on. Well, Webster and Ross are Just to. Let those guys get there because right. let's face it, it takes about five seconds to get to a quarterback, right? right. Uh, we talked a lot about the Giants' first round draft pick. The Jets, by a lot of people's estimation, got the best player in the draft. Yes, Quinn and Williams. Yep. Hopefully, yep. to uh, do some damage up front, and like you said, you know, if he gets there quick, you don't have to cover as long. That works yeah. both ways too. Yeah, right. And that's why they. Um, that's why. Uh, what's his face? The cornerback from last year it was uh, Claiborne. That's why Claiborne never came back because he unfortunately got suspended for the first couple of games with performance enhancing. Right. So maybe he comes back. He had a decent year last year. I think it's going to be right. <coughs> Excuse me. I think it's going to be really interesting to see year two of Sam Darnold with a guy with Le'Veon Bell who can basically do whatever you ask him well, to do. And that brings me to my next thing. Right. Um, no, I was going to say, what, you. what do you guys think about how I, Bell's going to go? I was just about to say I think they're going to run him down to the ground. I think it, if, I think with Le'Veon, it's basically, let's think of it as, as if he got hurt last year without being hurt. Right, but is he the same guy? Like, I, I don't think he's... I don't, I don't think he'll be that he got paid. Right, I don't think he's going to be close to the same... Guy, we've, I mean, it could be close to the same guy, but it's seen, not going to be the best back in the league. We've seen running backs that have had like a year off because of injury. Adrian Peterson, right, was suspended for a full year, comes back next year was nowhere to be found. Right, it may not be this year, but the long term with Bell and just having that guy back there, mm-hmm. or at least like we said, the first seven you games, you line him up in the slot. You can like that up, first yeah. seven right. games are tough. Mm-hmm. He's going to be a factor to help Darnold, like you said, stay up. My on only his feet. question with Bell, because we've seen him in the drama situation, which was Pittsburgh last year and the following previous couple of years with Pittsburgh, the Jets aren't that team like the Steelers, no offense. Um, they're not that team. They're not equipped of facing drama. And if the Steelers had those problems with a guy like Le'Veon Bell, I can't wait for the media and the Jets type of situation to handle this situation. But I'm going to be positive. Let's hope that <laughs> Le'Veon Bell um, right. does his thing. Uh, that kind of goes back to the schedule. If they're 2-5, yes. and five, it could get everybody's up. like, why did we you know spend $13 million on a running back? Mm-hmm. Especially if he has games where he has like 20 carries, 60 right, yards, exactly. 50 carries, 40 yards. I, like, I, and he's definitely going to help Sam as a security blanket, though. That's going to be his biggest fine. value. And what's going to go through his mind if they are struggling in the beginning? Let's face it. Like what was, did I do? <laughs> what, what, why am I here? Was this the right situation for me? Was this the right spot? Is it worth it? Who knows? He's a, but he's a guy with a big mouth. That he didn't have that many guys. Um, 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 uh, so, um, Suitors, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, like he got less money than people thought he was yeah. going to get. Right, right. Like it right. ended up not financially. The plan did not work out for him. No, <laughs> right, correct. <laughs> but when you look at, but when you look at the Jets though as a whole, as far as offensively, I think we know where they're going to be offensively. They might be in the yeah. middle of the pack now with Gase there, as this offensive style minded coach, and especially being this quarterback whisperer. The defense, it kind of sort of scares me in a sense that now you lose out on Avery Williamson. You don't know what we know what we're going to get out of CJ Mosley. One of the best inside linebackers that money can buy. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, hands down. The, Steve, you're absolutely 100% right with their secondary depth. 
just as long as if you could hold hold their if the corners and there's uh, free safeties and Jamal Adams, if they could cover them, you know, for at least a couple of seconds, for at least five seconds, and let that front line of Leonard Williams and uh, Quinnen Williams and who's the other guy, McClendon, yeah, who I love by the way, McClendon's a awesome, awesome defensive tackle. I don't know. I don't know what. And then the special teams losing out on a guy like Andre Roberts. Yeah, that's a yeah, huge that's, loss yeah. too. And they don't know the kicking situation as well. Yeah, and also well, uh, Ty Montgomery tired. does take the ball out of the end zone yeah, at the wrong time. Yeah, Sorry, man. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> um, so stealing. So listen, a I, right I, I I love Jamal Adams as a player. Yeah, but you see a lot of these safeties are becoming linebackers, and you see it throughout the league. The Seahawks created this vision. Yep. Was it Chancellor, right? Ch- yeah, Chancellor. Cam was the one of the uh, they turned him, They turned Cam Chancellor into a linebacker mm-hmm. who can also play safety. Yep, right. Not too many people could do but both. Jamal's got that Jamal, body, though. He can do it. Jamal could do it. And even but he Cam, even mentioned that he would play corner if the Jets ever Right, so that, that was you know kind of where Landon fell off is because he's not one of those guys. He didn't have the body to pass rush on every down and also cover on every down, right? So right. with Adams... Can he be that guy to be the three, four, five, seventh guy to rush, sixth guy to rush, or be at the line, be like he's going to rush, take three steps up, and be able to stick with a tight end that just pulled away? Right. Right? So that's the biggest question with Adams, in my opinion. And I think he can be. I think Adams could be arguably one of the best in the league. Right. He just has to be the best in the league. I think Greg Williams is the biggest thing for the Jets defense, mm-hmm. though. Like he's his system. If they run it, you know, the right way, it doesn't need to be big names. It's just they got to be in the right spot and do what they got to do. Right. And he's, I mean, had top half league defenses most of the times he's been a defensive I th- coordinator. I think with the Jets as well. Let's, I want to go back to the offense. Is I do like the Crowder pickup. Um, Herndon actually, unfortunately, is suspended for two games or four. I think four. four. It was the four. Yeah. Okay, so it was the four games, and I. I like Robbie Anderson for what he's worth. He's a nice, deep guy. I, I think the Jets need one more quality receiver for them to be in the discussion of, okay, they're here. Right. Who's the kid from USC that played with Darno and he wound up signing? He wound up signing here. Uh, you know Deontay what I'm talking? Burnett, I believe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think he could be actually one of those guys that could be low-key underrated for, that for would, him. That would be great. I, I, they, Listen, there's nothing better than miss- bringing in that guy that you that the quarterback yeah. knows. That would yeah. be great. Right. They're missing, as on paper right now, that that no-household-name guy along with Le'Veon Bell. They need that one more guy receiving. The Jets receiving. It's, it's funny you mention this. I feel like they're – you talk about the Giants and how they they had their receiving core. I feel like the Jets, they're underrated in a sense where Robbie can go out on the outside yes. and burn people. And now he's going over the middle now, over these— Which over is the, huge. Yeah, which is absolutely huge. Quincy Nunwa, if he stays healthy— That's you, the guy, you, that missing link. If he stays healthy, right. we got you know, something. But you know, you know what you're going to get out of a Quincy Nunwa. Mm-hmm. He's of a course. guy that's going to be like – he looks like a Terrell Owens mm-hmm. as far as his body and his physique goes. Unfortunately, injury plague. Right, right, right. We, we get that. Yeah. You know, and then, you know, you mentioned it. I think Jameson Crowder, too, is a great pickup in a sense where 
you get your slot receiver in there. Slash safety blanket along with Le'Veon Bell. Right. It's going to be really good. So it's going gonna, it's gonna to be really, really good to see what style of offense uh, Adam Gase is going to bring to the table. You know, it's going to be fun. It's going to be really, really fun. I, uh, I saw the art, this article the other day that uh, – the Jets brought in Heinz Ward as a receivers yeah. like specialist. Coach. I forgot he was there, and if then the Giants can teach like, Robbie Anderson some routes. I mean, Robbie Anderson's a very talented guy. You got one of the best route runners in the world teaching him. I think I'm I'm expecting a lot from Robbie. And he Anderson didn't get arrested this, this offseason. That's huge. another good thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. All right, I gotta ask as a Jet fan. Good. The New Jerseys. I love them. I love them too. I like uh, the helmets. I'm not a fan of the black jerseys. I'm, I'm the other way around. I'm not a fan of the black jerseys. I love the, 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 the green and white. are awesome. Uh, I gotta, you got to ask. I'm a big jersey uh, guy. I, I get it. Uh, I'm going to have to disagree. I'm gonna, I got to see if they, if they win games. If they yeah, win it's games. A, it's a great thing when they win games. Right? Exactly. When you win games in, in a new uniform, it looks good. Okay? Right. I love the whites. The whites look the good. Whites I like the they green. They look really the fresh. Look green. The greens look good, but I don't understand the Gotham black. Yeah, jersey. Not, the, like, black. Uh, the black. They're not yeah. Batman. I, <laughs> they just I need like to the make combinations they could do. Yeah, I, I like the white and green pants. Yes, I just like the I helmets like the a lot better. Green and black pants. <laughs> right, green yeah, and green. Helmets. Green and green. The helmets the are very green. Very, green and green is fresh. Me personally, I like the classic look of the old jerseys mm-hmm. yeah. because it just you know makes you when you associate yourself with the Jets, you associate yourself with Joe Namath and Don Maynard and. All those guys going back. Wayne Crubit. <laughs> right. But I'm talking about like the classic, the classic, classic, classic yeah, no. right. from the 60s. So th- this is the uniform that you think of. And yeah. then from the 2000s, you talk about who was it that talked about it? Eli. When Eli only had the two playoff appearances mm-hmm. for him going to the Super Bowl at that time, the Jets made it to the playoffs more times than Eli did back in, back in the 2000s. Yeah. yeah. They did. 01, 2002, 06. You know, 09 and 2010, everybody wants to talk about Super Bowls, but, you know, you talk about uniforms, this is what I remember the most. Right. You know, when you look at that color scheme, I'm looking at the, I'm looking at the 90s Jets now with these new uniforms. I'm just saying, it's like, ugh. ugh. One in 15. Yeah. So, so like, I was trying to figure out what jersey it was, so I asked the guys, and Vince said my red Eli jersey, because I have the red Eli jersey, and I cringed. Yeah, just thinking that I own it because we didn't win a game they in that. Had, we won one game ever. with it. We did? Yes, no. yes, we did. It was a a, a snowy uh, cowboy game, and uh, Antonio Pierce had a pick six or something. I remember that. I remember. That. I feel like that we was still the, right. that was He's the right. only time we won with those. See, okay. Antonio Pierce, that was my guy. Man. The, the, the problem Antonio Pierce is, is the man. The problem is you guys are doing it wrong. When the Packers wear their their like blues with the yellow oh, shoulders, no, act, that act, is oh, they're garbage. But they wear them against like the Bills and the 49ers, <laughs> yes. so they have to win. So the Giants' color rush is zero and two right now because we played the Cowboys and Eagles with them. So let's let's. Well, the old okay. whites are nice though. Oh, like they're it. fresh. Yeah, they're not I love yeah. the giant and across the, the old helmet. school giant helmet yeah. is fresh. All right, right. so go ahead. Go go ahead. The Both Jets. teams, when it says the team logo, like the Jet helmet now and the Giant helmet, with just says Giants. I like that look better. Classic look, yeah. yeah. Classic, classic. But, but like as far as they as... hybrid the Jet logo, they turned that Jet logo. See what the way you have it with the NY underneath. Yeah. I kind of like it written on top, New York Jets. I kind of do dig it. Yeah. It's a, something different. Yeah, and I like the Jet the helmet. Like it's a little bit. The plot, the Jets, yeah. the, like the regular Jet written logo, a little bit bigger, and the, like but, I think it's a little nice. But as far, nicer. but as far as those jerseys go, they just remind me of the Cleveland Brown jerseys. A little they, bit. When I when I saw the Cleveland Brown jerseys first debut back in 2015, I said to myself, "These things do not look good." 
They're they very do bright. Not, they, <laughs> they do not look they're, good. They're not the worst jerseys they yeah. could have came up with. They right. could have been but a lot worse. But they also said they're already done. They're right. done with them. They're new ones. They're coming out next yeah. year. Yeah. So yeah. they're excited about that one. I'm intrigued yeah, they, to see they what happens. Yeah, they were like, all right, Nike, we're the Cleveland Browns. Um, <laughs> Basically do whatever you guys want. And in a couple of years, we'll yeah. go back to the drawing board and That's let's right. let's figure it out. But the thing is, as though, long as you don't take away the traditional helmet, we with, are good. Yeah, with me with the jersey, so it's this: win, lose, or draw. Is this going to really help the team win games, or is it just them? Yeah, it's going to sell a lot yeah. of tickets and merchandise. Merch, yeah. I'm I'm yeah. part of the team. Play good, look good, look good, play good. Right. Listen, but you yeah. get you got a new star running back in New Jersey. People are going to buy him, so yeah. right. they made some money. Right. And Darnold's Darnold, and you're right, gonna, a new quarterback. Right. Mm-hmm. Play good, look good, look yeah, good, play good. Absolutely. That's that's what they you got to ask for. You Listen, know? I thought it was also weird to modernize it. Like, if I was the NFL this year, I would have told everybody you're going to. If you're an older team, you're going old school jerseys. It's the 100th year of the league. Yeah. yeah. Go old school. Mm-hmm. Don't don't change anything. They should have just told the Jets, hey, we get it. You want new jerseys? Do it in two years. Do the 100th first year. 100th year. We want to keep everything or, yeah. or classic. You know I didn't think classic. of that. That's a really classic. Good point. Let's keep every. Let's go back to classics and have all the teams wearing like their original jerseys for like at least what a they week. did the 50th year when they AFL, uh, AFL with AFL, the AFL jerseys. Right. Do something. That was like a good. That, year, that would have been something really cool for the NFL to do this yep. year. Yep. But no, they're trying to modernize it, and I get it. They want to get kids into it, but like think about all the people that are stop watching it because of all the new rules. Yeah. So now you bring back that old feel. Now you're going to start grabbing some of those older people who didn't, who stopped watching the yep. past couple of years. Yep. Back into the game. Yeah. We'll we'll see what happens as far as like the jerseys look and everything like that. All right, guys. Record wise for the Jets this year: seven wins, eight wins, nine wins, ten wins. I don't know. Under a first year coach, I will say this. Whenever a first-year coach does take over the Jets, they usually yes, do. Yes, I was gonna, I was gonna well. say that in my uh, my spiel, but they, yeah, they they usually do very well. They either make it to the playoffs or they have an over five hundred record. So I will go with Sean first, and then work my way around yeah, the table and ask for a record for the New York Jets. Well, I said the Jets go nine and seven. I'll save our number two for my uh, if that is good enough. To get the well, men, but so nine, nine, nine so nine and seven. Okay. I'm going eight and eight, eight and eight, five hundred. Steven. interest, interest. Yeah, sorry. Interestingly, Vegas has them at seven and a half. Okay, okay. So I hit it on the head. Seven and a half, right. seven and a half. Which, like we talked about, you get through that first seven games, you three can, and four. You pretty you're good. good. You're, you're in good position. Golden, the Jets are winning nine games this year. Right. I think they have ten win talent, but with a tough schedule, I'm going to go eight and eight. With the first year head coaches doing well and having this, like I said before, an offensive minded coach in Gase, this is a pass happy league, and this is an offense. Right. This is this is a pass happy league, no matter how you look at it. And with the way how Jets head coaches do very well, I'm going to have to go nine wins, nine wins That's in, in that respectful. range. You know, you also look in that division too, and we'll get to that in a little bit. You know, you look at the Bills. You look at the Dolphins. The Dolphins are a train wreck right now. Yeah, but we don't. They're I think I, I like to look at like the Bills and the Jets are in the same category. Right. The Bill. The Bills are right there. They have a great defense. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But we'll get into them. Yeah. In a little bit. But I think nine wins, ten wins should just about do it with this team, guys. You have any final thoughts for this episode of New York Football? New York Football is. Let's see. What happens between if Barkley and Bell both stay healthy? If Bar- Barkley and Bell stay healthy and they're the Valcal running backs, 
both teams could easily make the playoffs or both teams could easily be train wrecks because we're, both teams are zigging when everybody else is zagging, and right. that could maybe factor into both teams being well. Good job, Will. Nice, Will. Mr. Miyagi over here. Just see Will's hand coming through the... Mr. Miyagi. I think when they meet in what? The Giants just play what? Week 10? Week 10. Week 10? I think that game can change the course for both of those teams. Change the course back in 2011 when they yeah. played oh, against right. each other. Yeah. I, think, I think it could change the course. So I think Week 10 is going to be a very yeah. telling And week. the last time the Jets and Giants played in the regular season, that was a good game in the over 2015. Over 10. Yeah. Yeah. And that yeah. was the year oh. the Jets made that run. Unfortunately, they yes. lost Week 17. And but that was, that was late in the year. That, that was like, all right, we, that was, the Jets have a shot. That was also the Odell game where he kicked the football. And that wound up costing them 15 yards. Yeah. Odell oh, yeah, did yeah, so many things I that I, 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 I remember that. I remember that. We got a big But anyway, final thoughts, Steve, on, on this episode, New York football? Uh, nice catch, Miyagi. No, Miyagi right there. Nope. He didn't no, maybe it. not. Go ahead. Okay. Well, there you go. That way we got it. Go. Now it's gone. Right, kind go of. Whatever. Anyway, besides the fact, it's going to be like the giant jet season. It may happen. It may not, you know? Just like catching that. But anyway, that week 10 game. Barkley and Bell are doing what they should do. It wouldn't shock me for the NFL to say, because that's going to be the start of that flex, the flex schedule, to say, hey, let's showcase these two. They're both on pace for the playoffs. At least then we can say, even if it's a blowout game or, or one of those like games that you look back and it's dumb mm-hmm. that they made the switch, you can say, great, we were able to showcase Bell and Barkley, right. two superstars. We want the le- everybody, young and old, watching because be, running games are old school. I'm happy that's yeah, a jet right. game, a jet home game. It by is. The way. <laughs> it is a jet home game, and I mean, and also too, you talk about showcasing quarterbacks here. Right. Maybe Eli's last year in New York. Maybe yeah. Big Jones' sw- first game. Right. You may see that, and Darno's the talk of the town. But here's the thing: it's a, it's always going to be as a season. Think about it. Right. They have to give you. Um, it's 13 days. They have to. Uh, at yeah. least provide 13 days, except for week 17. Okay. That's the only week that they don't provide yeah. you with the leeway of mm-hmm. your game has changed. Okay? They make all the games early, and then they pick whatever is the biggest So if game. both teams are two weeks in advance doing good, you right. know. Right. Be, two weeks right. before. Now the, that following week, you like, it could be the last week of Eli. You never know. Yeah. But that could turn into the story. You know, yeah. Mm-hmm. If yeah. It, if it, if they make the switch, they're not going to switch back. Mm-hmm. That could turn into the story. Right now, schedule just so you guys know is Vikings Cowboys. That's that's something. All right, yeah, that's the, the so Cowboys that could, are never getting flexed out. Right. Yeah. You never know though. You never it's know it, what it, might happen. I was going <laughs> to say, definitely not because it's in Dallas. So you know, nope. you never know. <laughs> Vince, um, I think both teams will be watchable the entire yes. season. You're going to want to at least see what's going on. It's that's not going to get to the end of – Right. I, like, I mean, they could be bad, but it's that's, like – That's, our, I key, that's our key word. I got to see how Daniel Jones is doing. I got to see it's how Sam's progressing, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Right. And for me, you know, it, it's going to be a great year for football no matter how you look at it, you know, in, in New York. Obviously, it's the 100th year of the league. Mm-hmm. You know, you have a lot of things going on in in New York all around. And, you know, having Sam Darno here for, for the Jets, the – the, the old going in with the new from Eli Manning to Daniel Jones and having Saquon Barkley here for the Giants and for the fans is going to be absolutely a pretty intriguing thing. And, hey, for the fans that say, oh, screw, screw football, whatever, just trust the process and where it's going because yeah. you, you, yeah. you never know what might happen. And the NFL does a really good job of showcasing its premier te- games and its premier talent. So we'll see what happens there. For everybody here, 
on On The Board Sports. We will come back with a episode, a second episode for our whole NFL season preview. We'll come back in a couple minutes. Divisions, the MVP winners, Super, Super Bowl, Bowl predictions, right. all that good stuff. All that good stuff. So for the S&D podcast over here, we thank you guys for coming on. Vince, Steve, and Dan, we really do thank you. Much appreciated for that. And we, You guys are obviously coming back on for the second episode. We're just going to take a little break here. So we will be right back, boys.